are listening to Power Producers Shop Talk, where we are refining and redefining the sales game by equipping you with the tools you need to differentiate yourself in the marketplace. Well, it's like when we audit the mod with Magic and give them the action items that they're going to use to lower their total cost of risk. Tactical skills that will help you provide deliverable value to your clients and prospects. Technology is not an expense, it's an investment. Look at what ThinkHR has done for our clients and even our team. It's an amazing product and I'm so thankful we have that. And action items that you can provide to take your prospects and clients to the next level. Things are changing for us in 2021. Not all big business anymore. Now that we have Cover Wallet on our team, it's amazing that we're going to be able to write small business profitably. This is Power Producer Shop Talk production redefined are you ready to feel the power hey everybody welcome to the power producers podcast where apparently we start our countdown with six instead of five four three two (laughs) one now that was very weird but we have a great episode of shop talk for you today where we are going to talk about three old school sales tactics that Mm. still work But then we're going to give you a way that you can bring those into the 21st century and change how the game is played. I like it. I like old school. Old school works, man. So does new school. But I think that we can be too new school sometimes, you know, especially in in what we're doing. Because with middle market specifically, I I think people need to take the approach that technology is made. you, You should incorporate technology in your agency to enhance the human experience, not replace it. Right. Mm -hmm. In our game, when you're going in and you're looking to, you know, score 10, 20, $50,000 in commissions on an account, you're not going to do that over email very, very often. No. And if you do, the company's probably based in Bulgaria and will stiff you on your payments anyhow. And, you know, a year and a half later, you'll still be bitter about it. That was, that was old school. That was not email. I walked up, I walked up in that piece. You're right. But I have three three very distinct things that I think work very, very well to this day. Number one is cold call marketing drops. I mean, to me, that will be the king always, period. A lot of people don't like to cold call. They don't like to walk into somebody's lobby fresh and um, you know try and open an opportunity. To me, that's a challenge. It's um, my favorite it way to do me- it. That's how, it's, that's how I got introduced into the sales world. So it'll always well, yeah. be the most comfortable and even though it's not comfortable for a lot of people for me it is yeah but i mean to me if you're a good salesperson you should want to cold call like that that should be your jam period like otherwise it's like playing basketball on a nerf hoop versus playing in the nba yeah although my nerf hoop game is pretty solid i will run over my kids in lane every time (laughs) dude you will get crossed no not a question about it Number one, that will not happen because my wingspan is no less than nine feet wide. And number two, Dude. There, we hey. don't call char- we don't call charges in the lane where I come from. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. Hey. Hey. Hang on a second here. And by the way, s- didn't you sprain your ankle earlier this year, like six months ago, just walking around your house? I did, and I'm going to go ahead and throw that one on Cole Hahn. By the way, uh, not happy <laughs> with the rigidity of the soles on those shoes. 
That's what happened. Oh, my god! I hit on the angle on my new shoes and rolled under instead of rolling over to the surface. But listen, I don't even have to cross you over. I can I can give you the, the, the one step in and hit you with a fadeaway, and you won't even know what happened until this is you so see disrespectful. That, this is this is the you equivalent. see it piss off the glass. You this have no the, idea about my basketball game. You just know that I'm fat and you assume that <laughs> fat people can't play. So I'm going to make a I'm going to make a I assume I assume that you're not agile enough to handle my handle and I would take you to the rack and you would still be at the free throw line. This is, the, equi- hope this is the, the equivalent of of me saying that I'm going to step up to the plate and take you oppo with your best stuff. It's not happening. You do understand that I also had the opportunity to play basketball in college. I just chose baseball. Mm-hmm. And I can still stand on the wing and make it rain all day long, okay. regardless. Don't have to jump. Don't have to run. I got the set shot like Jimmy Chitwood. Don't get caught watching <laughs> the paint dry, by the All right. We'll see. Anyhow, so that being so, okay, you know what? That would actually be YouTube gold. We should do a should. one-on-one video. That would be awesome. We should have done B-roll video shots of one-on-one yesterday. Oh, man. I went home and showed my wife the B-roll shots of the new opening and her first question of is me yes They're why so didn't bad. you why didn't you invite me over to watch that so like that was so her bad. first question and then she saw the ones the static images of you posing for the the youtube thumbnails and she with she the, said with, with the and outside no inside where you were just like pointing at a random thing on the wall so that i can use it in youtube thumbnails so, so bad the one <laughs> the one with your arms cr- arms crossed <laughs> I look. I probably look she, like uh, like. No, I'm going to tell you exactly what she said. This is directly out of her mouth. <laughs> he looks like a skinny version of Alan from The Hangover. All he needs is a fanny pack. <laughs> and when I, I looked I at the picture again, and, and and when I looked at the picture again, you did. You look <laughs> just like Zach Galifianakis in The Hangover. Uh, Anybody ready to let the dogs out? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome. One of my favorite movies. Oh. I laughed so yeah, they hard. Were, that they I, were bad. Um, it's, it's it's just a weird thing to do. It's not like a normal. I don't know, man. I, I think know maybe the problem I don't know what is to do that, with my hands. I think that the problem is that Duran loved doing them so much that. Dude, I'm going to go ahead and just say that mine, as bad as they were, there's no way that they can be that bad. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm going to rein it back in. Cold call marketing drops. I mean, I mm. think that that seriously, you know, that to me is the best. It's the easiest way. You have control over that entire yeah. process for all practical purposes. And it's it's a matter to me, it's probably the closest thing to going into the octagon in the UFC as you can in the sales game. It's, it's and so you we talked them. about it, I think, last week or on, on one of the last episodes, whatever, Um that the one of the main advantages is you can read people like you can see their body language and they're not gonna, when you're on the phone like we just talked about they can just bang right on you, you, know and, you're what? Done. you know, it, and i'm glad you brought that up because i do think that covid has made it interesting now that you can't see if people are smiling at you when they mm. greet you or whatever else i mean i'm having yeah. to stare deep into someone's soul through their eyeballs to try and figure out what's That's going on point. if they have a mask on and you know, it it made me really. I actually was thinking about this the other day. You know, even holding the door for somebody going into Wawa, you can't see that they smiled at you, or you can't hear them tell you good morning or thank you or anything else because yeah. their voice is muffled. It's really made it interesting in the cold call game. But I do think 
for me, especially in the middle market. If you're not doing cold call marketing drops, then you are not trying to sell, really. Mm -hmm. Now, is there a savant out there that is the king of email that doesn't have to do anything else? Yeah, I'm not talking to that guy. He never comes out of his cave anyhow. Yeah, I'm talking to everybody else out there that's looking to intentionally sell in the middle market. You got to do the drops, and I'm going to give you some tips when we get through what the other two are on what you can do to, to modernize that a little bit. Second one's the phones. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about the phones all the time. The phones still work. Is stupid is the car warranty thing is. Mm -hmm. It has to work or they wouldn't be doing it. Right. People yeah. are buying car warranties because they get called about their car warranty. I don't Which even know where these people get their information. It is amazing to me because they're calling me about three cars ago. I don't even have the car <laughs> yeah. anymore. Right. Yes. You know, and I get excited because it's an 813 number, and I think, oh, this is somebody who got a – I'm getting a referral. I can't wait yep. to talk to them. Yep. And it's either that, it's my Google listing, or it's open enrollment is ending soon. Like, yep. those are the three that I always get. Now, I think, you know, that we have discounted the value of phones up until COVID, and I think a lot more people are adopting the phones now because that's what they have to do. What I do think about the phones that works is this. If you're calling cold, and let me let me just preface what, what I mean by that, because we call cold all the time, but I'm talking about when you call cold with like no real knowledge of the company. Like we haven't pulled the experience mod yet. We haven't, you know, yeah. tried to do any of our basic research that we would do on a really hot prospect. When you call cold, just ask for the appointment. That's it. Ask for the appointment. Yeah. Make it short, sweet, couple sentences, go for the appointment, get the appointment, call it a day. When you have information, it's a different story. But my fear is that, and not my fear, but my experience has shown me that people by and large are busy trying to close the deal when all they need to do is book the appointment. And yeah. so, you know, even you're using trying to close the it on, script, trying to close the deal on the phone and, and it's not, it's, it's never going to happen. Right. It is never, it's if not it the does, reason you're calling you need, them anyways. I mean, Right. Yeah. If it does happen on the phone, you should be concerned because, you know, somebody just made a buying decision based on a single random phone call. Right. But, you know, even when you, we do have the information, I think it's really, really important that you temper that. Right. You can't get into a technical mod conversation over the phone. Half these people or more don't even know what the mod is, when it comes right. out, how it's calculated, which is why I don't want Marvin talking about it when he calls to set appointments. But even when we call, it doesn't need to get into the long and drawn out discussion about indemnity claims and all of the other things that go on. It's literally... Your mod's going up, you know? I mean, yeah. in the, the script I use, are you happy that you're paying at least 40% more than your peer group for insurance uh, on workers' compensation? Mm -hmm. That's fine. Don't go any more left or right than that. The last one is probably the one that people do least that I think probably has the potential to have the biggest impact on somebody, at least from a first impression standpoint, and that's handwritten notes. I think yeah. hand handwritten notes are old school. People don't do them. Yep. I don't know if it's because our handwriting sucks, which mine does. I'm sure people are trying to figure out what the heck it even says when I send it. But I think that there is a certain 
amount of respect you get from someone if you take the time to give them a handwritten note. I and agree. I don't think a lot of people do that. And it's cheap to do. I mean, you can get nice personalized stationery for relatively inexpensive and you know, take the time to write notes. One of my number one tricks that I use is with the Tampa Bay Business Journal. Every year when I get the book of lists, I love sitting down with the book of lists. I specifically go to the Fast 50. And I send every single one of them a congratulations note. Hey, congrats for making the Fast 50. You're one of the fastest growing companies in the Tampa Bay area. Can't wait to be on the list with you next year. Talk soon. That's it. Pop my business right. card in there because as we've already discussed on a different podcast, my business card is cash money. It's metal, stainless steel. They're going to keep it, right? right? And so if I pop that into a handwritten note, I know I'm going to get their attention. Whether they yep. call me right away or not, I'm not really looking for them to reach out and worship me because I sent them a handwritten note. I'm looking for them to remember. They're probably not going to either. They're not. Know? No, but when I pick up the phone to call them, right? Like, oh, oh, yeah. They're going to remember right. my business card and the fact that I took the time to give them yeah. a handwritten note. Yep. And that's so how do you, you just how do you modernize that? that? How do you modernize, yeah, so how do you modernize those three things? I'm going to give you. I'm going to just give it to you. Video. Yeah. Period. I, I was going to say. I was going to say do a like a video, um, like how we do video quotes or whatever, but. Yeah, video, right? So let's break them down now. We're going to do a cold call marketing drop. Guess what? When I get back, put in an automation sequence into your CRM or do it manually, but record two messages. And listen, you don't have to record this message unless you want to. I probably would do one for each individual person so that I could personalize it. You know, I'm kind of a big deal working on my upcoming career on Cameo. Um, but that being said, um, I think there's more impact if you do that, but you should have two different videos. You go in, you do a cold call marketing drop and you meet the decision maker or the person you want to meet. That video is, hey, I just wanted to reach out to you, tell you how great it was to meet you today. As we discussed, I'm going to be in your area again in a couple of weeks and I'm going to go ahead and reach out to you to schedule some time for us to sit down and talk when you're actually planning on me coming by or I've, I've included my calendar link below and if you want to schedule that time proactively, you're welcome to schedule time anytime that it's available for you. Mm -hmm. Again, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Boom. You're done. Never mm -hmm. mentioned his name or her name. Never mentioned a company name. That could be used for literally every single person you're following up with. Or you could do the same thing in that script and then instead of you know, doing it generic, just memorize the script or the main talking points and throw their name in there, yeah. so in their company name in a couple of places. And they're gonna be like, wow, this guy really went the extra mile because they included our name and company name. So you have the video, which is already gonna be impressive. Then you do the extra two minutes and you put their name and their company name in there and you're golden. Mm -hmm. Do the same thing if you didn't meet the decision maker. Hey, I just wanted to touch base. Sorry I missed you when I was there today, but I am gonna be back in the next couple of weeks. Would love to schedule time to sit down and talk to you about how our firm has helped companies just like yours save a substantial amount of money throughout the course of the year in the Bay Area. Um, you know, I'm going to reach out to you to schedule time, but if you'd like to do that proactively, my calendar link is included. And you're not you're not putting all of this in the email, right? You're, right. you're putting it in the email, but typically what you're going to do is you're going to get a JPEG of your thumbnail, and you're going to get that little sideways arrow, the play button on there, and then you're going to link to that image in your email. And when it, you click on it, it goes to a landing page that has this. And so now you're not only impressing them, but you're getting the open rate on the email, you're getting the click-through rate on the Tracking email, everything. and then you're capturing the amount of view time. And if they're already on a landing page that's on the domain of your website, you can now monitor what other pages they go to to see if they're poking and prodding around. Mm -hmm. If it's somebody who goes directly to the, the landing page and then leaves, 
that's not going to be somebody that I'm going to be as excited about as somebody who goes to the landing page and then clicks on about us and then maybe reads a blog or two that we did. And then maybe, um, then goes and clicks on the link at the top that says pricing. You click that pricing link. That's like hitting, you know, the jackpot for me, because that's Mm -hmm. telling me you're interested in how much I cost right now, which is exactly what I want you to do. Um, so I think those are two ways, you know, the, the one where you meet the decision maker, the one where you don't, mm-hmm. the second piece like with that. the phones, same thing, right? On the phones, you're calling to get an appointment. When you get that appointment, if you really want to set things in your favor, when you send the meeting invite over, have an embedded video into that too. Hey, I just want to let you know, I really appreciate you agreeing to meet with me. I look forward to our time. I'm going to talk to you about a few things, and here's what they are. Yeah. I want you to take a few minutes to think about that, and if there are things you don't think we should talk about, give me some feedback and let me know, and I'll pull them out of the agenda. And if there's some stuff you want to add, give me that too. But, again, I don't want to take up all of your day. Just wanted you to put a name with a face <clears> since we talked on the phone and let you know I really look forward to seeing you here at our meeting. Again, I never mentioned anybody's name. I never mentioned a company name. But if right. I wanted to, I could, and then that makes it extremely personable. Again, You want to be able to measure the activity of these people too. How many people are clicking to watch the video and then how many people are going and doing research about Florida Risk Partners prior to the meeting? The last one is the handwritten note and people are like, oh, I can't wait to see what kind of witchcraft he's going to use to get a video into a handwritten note. Well, here's a fun fact. There's actually a company out there that creates video mailers so that when you open it up, it's a full-blown HD video inside the card that's the message to the person you're trying to reach. Now, mm. those are about 25 bucks a piece, mm. so if you're not going to spend the money on it, all you got to do is the same strategy as the other two, but instead of sending it an email, put the link in, just write the link. Write the link in the handwritten card. Hey, I put a special video message for you here. Boom. Let them click the link. Go to it, and you can measure whether or not you're getting click-throughs from direct mail as well. Now, ultimately, what you want to do is you want to have a marketing plan that's going to allow you to combine all of this stuff. You should be doing you know, cold call marketing, telemarketing, handwritten notes, video follow-up, and all of that so that you're playing off of each thing. But you could begin to build custom audiences based on specific campaigns to show your conversion factors of written business as a result of that. So then you can then you can then take the information from your CRM and look at it and make the decision. Is cold calling the number one way we're converting business? And you follow the percentages through. Is telemarketing the number one way? Are we getting business from handwritten notes? And if we are, what percentage of those are we closing? How much has it been? All of that stuff. But I think that by sticking video into the mix, you take proven tactics that have worked for decades right. and you bring them into the 21st century. And it's benefit of getting somebody excited because you're different, but it also gives you, you know, quantitative analysis ability. Right. Yep. Seeing what the, you know, seeing what the results of those actions are. I think that that part's huge. There you go. What did I miss? I mean, nothing. I took some notes. Hopefully everybody else did too. I think that was pretty solid. Yeah, I think it was too, as far as solid goes. Now we just have to execute on it. Right. But I mean, I I I definitely dropped the ball on the whole handwritten, uh, note thing i just don't i don't do it there's no real no real reason other than i just you know what i did i've started i've started blocking off time and i just do it like my time is for that i'm i'm in the process of wrapping up reading the book atomic habits 
And mm-hmm. I can tell you that my life is in shambles based on what this gentleman has to say about habits. Mm-hmm. You know what I did? I started leaving the book by the toilet. Right? Yeah. Like, like that's it. That's, that's how the book gets read. When Daniel Song says, read 10 pages a day, I need to yeah. have... So what Atomic Habits says is you got to make the cues readily accessible. So if I had the book sitting on my desk in the office, but I'm going to have a couple of minutes of free time when I need to take care of things in the morning, I'd be better served having the book in the bathroom so that I read it. Guess what? Right. I've already read an entire book in the last week and a half because a I put the book. Time, dude. I just read really fast. <laughs> But I, I mean, it is, it's stupid stuff like that or have the book on your nightstand. If you're going to say, I'm going to read first thing in the morning for 10 minutes every day when I get up, have the book sitting there so that when you get up, it's there Yeah. or have the book, you know, if you're going to read, if you're going to drink your coffee while you read and you have to make your coffee first, have the book sitting out next to the coffee maker so that you can grab it when you make your cup of coffee. And if you're going to take it out on the patio to read or whatever else, it's already there. Same mm-hmm. thing holds true with doing some of these habits, especially the handwritten notes. Nobody wants to do it. Nobody wants to call on the phones either but if you block the time off and you make it easy for you to do that and less easy for you to do the other things like i i was social media is probably the biggest culprit and unfortunately a lot of my business is based off of social media at this point so i have to be on it but i also need to do a better job of controlling being on it all the time so like on Fridays when I come in is my office day. I will not take meetings on Friday unless it's spillover from somebody who has an emergency and I need to deal with it, you know, because I couldn't get to it during the rest of the week. I don't even open a web browser and put social media on. I leave my phone turned upside down and the other side of my desk and let it charge so that I don't have it in front of me. Mm-hmm. And maybe once an hour, once every hour and a half or so, I pick it up and look at it. And emails the same way. I don't even open Outlook unless part of what my I have to do is to get um, emails returned or whatever. But if I'm working on projects, whether it be submissions or risk assessment reports or whatever else, and I need to put the pedal to the metal, I don't even turn that stuff on. So I know we're going into a rabbit hole that probably be its own separate episode and, prob- and, and, and will be. But I, I do think that you know if people are looking, at, if they're struggling with any one of those things, everything we do is intentional. If if we don't intentionally do it, it's not going to give us the result that we want. So intentionally plan to do these things, and they work. I mean, it's it's yep. nothing more than you actually doing it. It's like going to the gym, man. Hardest part's getting there. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm going next week. I'm I'm finally starting back. I feel COVID good screwed with me, it. man. I was going I was going every day. Well, I'm just going to tell you right now, there's a lot of soccer moms in yoga pants at Orange Theory Fitness that better look out because I'm getting ready to blow the bolts off that rower. It's coming. I'm coming wasn't fast. Sure where, wasn't sure where you are going with that. It's coming. I'm coming fast and furious. The fat, sweaty guy is going to be back, and you don't have enough paper towels and sanitizer to contain my <laughs> nonsense. Uh, All right, everybody have a great weekend, and I can't wait to record next Friday because I will have been at that gym every day for a week, and maybe I'll be miserable, maybe I won't. There you go. Hogan, no comments from you either, buddy. You've already said enough. (laughs) See ya.
You've been listening to Power Producers Shop Talk. You can follow us at the Power Producers Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And if you want to take your game to the next level, check out our commercial insurance training course at killingcommercial.com or visit Amazon to pick up a copy of our international best-selling book, The Extra Two Minutes. 